Hello, and welcome to Don't Get Any Ideas, the podcast for creative civic change, an experimental funding program that has supported 15 communities to shape, lead, and commission creative interventions to make positive change where they live. I'm Heather Peake, and I'm an artist. And I'm George Hill, and I'm also an artist, and we're from Creative Kingswood and Hazel Lees and Corby, just one of the community projects we'll visit in this series. George, where we are. Yes, at the yes. I was thinking I could I could slightly kind of connect my journey up with this conversation in that I'm um, because I travelled up by train this more no bit this morning, bit of this afternoon mm. from Leominster up to Liverpool. So I'm coming up through the sort through places like Shropshire and Chester, and it's beautiful, and there's all of this beautiful autumn colours like swishing past, and uh-huh. you know, and so on. And I listened to um, uh, Christine and the Queens. Do you know Christine? No. It's amazing. She's a French. She's a French uh, dancer, choreographer, but she also is a songwriter as well. And she's written this, this song, and it's called Tilted. It's a beautiful song, uh, and it says that it's about being a tilted person. So she's sort. Of, I think it's sort of translation from the French, but yeah. it's actually saying in the song she says, "I'm wonderful and good, and I'm, and I can't help it, but I'm tilted." Yeah. And I love this. I, I was thinking about it, and I had a sort of I had a little joyful moment, weirdly, with all this stuff going on around listening to this because I thought well I'm an artist and I've got you know I live my life in a bit of a tilted way as probably we all all do if you can that metaphor of being like not quite in the you're not quite straight about stuff yeah you're kind of Mm -hmm. off skew you you don't fit in in a there is and and there was something I had so I had this lovely moment with a bit of art basically in my ears uh, uh, and it's a nice it's nice um, label like because everyone's a bit tilted, aren't they? Yeah. 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 Well, not everyone, actually, but some of us are tilted. And I think those of us that are, um, there's some connection. You sort of know know that. I, I'm I've all, I'm always looking for those people that I can yeah. do a little bit yeah. of connection with. And gravitating to them and then you can... Conversations that we've yeah. had just now about the words and stuff. So I'm definitely tilted. Can I just say, we got off the train at Edge Hill as well. That's one of the first railway stations in the world. Oh, is it? It's the, the other one is in... Manchester, Manchester, Liverpool, but that's in a museum. Talking of stations, when I arrived at Liverpool Lime Street from Corby today, I walked out. I walked into the station from the train, and I was blown away by the scale, the size of it. It's it massive, was, isn't it? Yeah, it was massive because we come. Uh, the town that I live in is Corby, and it's a small town. And coming up to Liverpool to Kensington, um, and then getting outside and seeing those buildings was just like crazy, isn't it? Whew, it was just like, yeah, mm. visually it was amazing. Mm. Of course, there's a bit of history attached to those buildings, isn't there? You know, yeah. well, yeah, it's at the across the road from uh, Lime Street Station, there's a big neoclassical building called St. George's Hall, um, from about 1840s, I think. Beautiful, it was like, like when it's out there, yeah. Well. There's all statues of uh, some of the prime ministers, Gladstone, I think's outside there, and a few I others. I don't think there'll be one of um, Prime Minister Trust outside there. won't be, no, oh. it'll be made out of ice cream, I think, and yeah. it'll just melt away. <laughs> We made out of lettuce, the world's first lettuce sculpture. Steve, you can just say a bit about... Yeah, we're in in sunny Kensington, although it's not very sunny at the moment. Kensington and Fairfield, uh, Kensington Vision, which is a community interest company, um, and was involved in the CCC, the Creative Civic Change Project, for the last three and a half years, isn't it, really? Yes. Mm -hmm. Seems longer. Um, we, uh, we, We... 
but a community organisation that was set up in 2007 that came out of a a university project that was taking place in the area and unlike most of these initiatives something was left at the end yeah. more or less because I lived in the area and worked on the project and listened to what people said after the project and set it up as an independent thing and since then we've concentrated mainly on producing community radio and by community radio we mean radio produced by the community for the community and uh, I had someone asked me a question once and said what should this, you know, what, what what's going what's going to be on this radio station when we first set up? And I went <laughs> something I'd like to listen to, and they all went, "Well, how come you're the the judge of it?" I said, "Well, someone's got to make the mind up about it, and it might as well be something that I want to listen to." You know, if we, if we had a focus group, you know, we'd still be doing it now, eleven yeah. years later. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we are in the station now, so and and the the shops. It's, it's a row yeah, of shops. yeah, row of seven shops, and we actually have things going on in six out of the seven shops. We started with the radio station, and one of the things to say, I don't really say this very often, but you wouldn't expect a radio station to be a community catalyst. Uh-huh. And uh, I think as a catalyst, it's a good thing because it's not a hidden thing. It's something that people see, get involved with, and can listen to. It's not like a, a creative activity that's done, you know, outside of people's experience. I, I, I came across this thing in a book my wife was reading, and um, it's called Vernacular Culture. Oh, yeah. They talk about vernacular culture yeah. now. And I was like going, that sounds like, a, a, that sounds like what we do. We do stuff mm. because of vernacular creativity. Uh-huh. Mm. Because one of the things that's gone through my mind a lot with CCC is is doing radio creative or not. You know, I've had long conversations with with Sarah Boylan mainly about this. Going, you know, some of the people we have on the project working here and getting involved. I asked them, did he feel they're being creative? Trying to trying to get them to say yes, yeah. and they don't. Yeah, because. <laughs> We're so used to radio being a, a, a consumed thing. And put upon you. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, you know, and that the thing we say is this radio is created for the, This is why I said, well, I, it's the type of radio I want to listen yeah, to. Yeah. You, you know, people creating it. Have your say. Yeah, have your say, having a voice. We talk have about, a go. Have a go, yeah. We yeah. talk about people having a go. We talk about people getting a voice. We talk about people being better at communication uh-huh. and people... Confidence, capacity. Yeah, all that type uh-huh. of stuff. So and that is creative, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and it, it's creative. It, it's, it's You're making something that wasn't there before you got involved in it. And it's wonderful to see this. And Heather and um, Michaela have been chatting um, earlier. And Michaela, you, you're involved in this. I am, yeah. Yeah, it's... So you've been here for some time? It's about 18 months now, isn't it, Steve? Yeah, yeah. It's been a while, but yeah, like, I've talked to you many times, it's totally changed my life, totally. And you and you come in and do, you do different things? In, I, in work, I come on a Wednesday and we do a show on a Wednesday afternoon. And then on a Friday, I'm in literally all day. Yeah, and we in see, the cafe and that. And I came to the cafe and you made yeah. us tea, etc. So what? So what's your? What do you do on on the show? It's, well, for the first hour, we go through like newspapers mm-hmm. and whatever we find relevant to people or what we yeah. find interesting, we just talk about that. And then on the like the oh, second hour, I'm, we I'm do interested in what newspapers on. you go through. Is it the, da- is through, it the Daily Mail? No, no, the Echo. Oh, the I, 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 yeah, the yeah. Echo, the Eye, and the Metro. Okay. 
I don't think that certain peers would be allowed in the Republic. <laughs> the of sun ain't. No. No. Not oh, the sun. We need, we need to know what the enemy's doing yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's that's we used to have the mail at one point mm. because it was like easy to pick. Keep your friends close. Exactly. That's kind of why I mentioned it because I, I, my mum reads the Daily Mail and uh. so when I go and visit her, I, um, I, I sit down <laughs> and um, she'll, she'll, and she'll say, well, do you want the paper? Yeah. I'll be, yes, please. Yeah, yeah. I'll have the paper and have a look, see what's going on in this, you know. This, it's always yeah. miserable though, isn't it? Don't you reckon yeah. these papers? Oh, everything you, you talk about is absolutely mm. depressing. Mm. So if I find a happy subject, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm right yeah. on so, it. So, so you, when, when you pick a, a subject from, or a, a story from the paper, you speak about it on the radio, is that Yeah, right? yeah. Brilliant, yeah. Brilliant. Mm. So, and Steve mentioned that some folk not seeing radio as creative. Do you see it as a creative thing to be, do you know, to be part well, of you that? Well, you're cre- creating a show anyway, aren't yeah. you? <laughs> it's all creating. This yeah. feels like, so So this feels like a creative space, like you're mm. holding, there's a difference between... Yeah. Well, so I've, been given option, I've give, been given the opportunity to do this, plus I've had the opportunity to go out f- like freelance and do it myself. Yeah. Yeah. And then come back and I'm meant to have edited, edited it, but I haven't yet. Yeah. But yeah. It's okay, Michael. I'm going with that stuff. <laughs> you know, we, we all do that. So mm. you do it when you're ready. Yeah. You know but um, can I just sort of say that we, because we are sitting in a soundproof shop uh, window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're, we're in a we're in a room that's specifically for talking and yeah. making radio. Yeah. So um, you've got. You are in a special place, which will af- will affect how yeah. you are uh-huh. in that space, won't it? And you've got a threshold. We've got a door here. Yeah. We've got everything going on behind us and a cafe next to us, and then we've got people walking past. So you're also slightly on show. You feel like Definitely. it. it fe- yeah. So it feels important. You have people sitting have- sitting here. You have people walking up to the window, mm. and they'd be like, that, mm. looking yeah, at yeah. You. Yeah, like these yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and having all the tech stuff around, you yeah. know, the, the mics. And, yeah, yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah. And the headphones and that. Um, but it, so it does hold. I'm doing it from a kind of like from because I'm an artist, yeah. So so as and I make very large um, sculptures which hold space. Basically, I make yeah. pavilions where people go into and they and then they hold a particular space for people to meet. And this is feel this feels has all of those elements to it that actually feel like feels like what you say is important. What what you say might be listened to, mm. and and actually there's an element of you know kind of thinking about what's coming going to come out. I think it's well. important as well if you if you're working with communities that you you use the proper stuff with them. Yeah. You know, it's like just because your communities doesn't mean you need to be sure changed on like equipment and microphones and all mm. that type of stuff. Mm. We don't really take the te- technical side because I think to some end, extent technical stuff can get in the way of people uh-huh. talking about themselves and when we teach people how to use things like the mixing desk the mixing desk has got you know probably a hundred knobs on it but there's only there's only real four four knobs you have to yeah. move on it mm-hmm. and you only have to move them up or down we've you know we simplified it to its its basic level because people are, you can always see people's face and I'm not going to be able to learn all of that well guess what you don't have to learn you know you don't have to learn it you, just you learn to, enough to get you yeah to, yeah to, it's to like yeah. it's like when you learn a new program you know mm-hmm. people go on about stuff you know on the computers you tend to use the program to get to get something from it mm-hmm. so we very rarely teach you know I used to do teach Photoshop to people and it's like Photoshop has got a zillion things in it and really you, you teach people, you give people a project to work on and they need to learn the bits to get to that project. 
Mm. No. What what it can do, you know, if you do press this button or do that that technique on it. And that, that way you get people to feel, you know, if, if we're trying to get people to talk on the radio here, you need people to be relaxed about yeah, it. They don't have to be worried about, about like, mm. have we got this fader up or whatever. And I've just had that moment in my head just to, where, where I'm thinking are we recording? You know, to me. Yeah, mm. yeah, we are. Yeah. A, lot, <laughs> a lot of good conversation happening here. Yeah. Um, so, Steve, could you tell us what your vernacular community is? Yes. Our vernacular community. Uh, see, what the, 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 the thing that I think is like, you know, you go creativity and people think art. ART, so it's like, then it means painting and drawing. I can't draw, I can't paint. I got told when I was 13 in school that I can't draw. So it's like, I've never been creative. And I'll, I'll use an example, there's a guy called Matty, who um, we, we met earlier on, and he, he doesn't consider himself in any way creative in the processes that we do. But he's, he's very interested in getting involved in it because he, he feels there's a sense of ach- achievement and attainment in, in himself to be able to learn these things but he doesn't think they're creative yeah. and uh, you know he's, he's like uh, you know I have to keep telling him you know it's creative it's mm-hmm. creative the analogy I always use is when we're doing training with people and this came out in a conversation that I didn't write I didn't think about it no, this, this is a good analogy to use but when we're training people we try to make sure that they understand that radio spoken word is significantly different than a lot of other things they'll encounter. It's different to telly, using a whole different part of your brain when you're doing that. And also, any radio that you've experienced before is probably not what you should be doing on a community radio station. So I hear a lot of community radio stations and they're doing very sort of poor replicas of Radio One or Capital or Heart or all these other stations. The thing we say, usually express that in two ways. One is we say other types of radio stations that you're probably used to play records and people talk between the records. We talk and play records in between the talk, right? That's quite easy to understand, isn't it? You know, so if people always say when I'm doing they're doing a program, how many records do they have? I don't know. How many? Mm. You can just play records all the time. You want not say anything, but it seems to defeat the point. And then the other analogy that I use is if you feed people chips all the time and you give them a potato, what are they going to make? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they're missing out on jack potatoes, potato dauphinois, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Boiled. Yeah, because they've they've only ever seen a chip made out of this potato, Mm -hmm. therefore they're going to make a chip. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nothing wrong with chips. I love chips. Yeah. Triple fried chips, brilliant. But we get it all the time when people start doing the training. And, And Vicky was... Remember Vicky? Oh, I want to be a DJ. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it was like, that, cause that's all she's ever mm. listened to. Mm. And she got it quite quickly, didn't she? Yeah. Coming in and talking. And she enjoys talking. Yeah. On the radio. And being heard is <laughs> yeah, really... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being listened to Someone really, listened to you, yeah, you know. Yeah. That, is a, that is a wonderful thing yeah, to know yeah. that you're being listened to is wonderful as well. So it, from a creative civic change point of view... The journey began three and a half years ago, same time as the others, you know. Yeah, yeah, we, you know, we we were already set up, you know, a lot of the stuff we had was already in, uh, you know, in position, really, we were ready to go as an FM station. Just you weren't a big local as well, that was another... No, we weren't a big local, we we didn't think we were going to get it because we weren't a big local, so uh, we were quite surprised when we got it. 
but um, it has helped consolidate what we've been doing. Yes. Uh, I do think we should have concentrated more on the radio when we put the application in. Yeah. But I made the mistake of trying to, oh, we're getting this money, you know, let's, let's, let's put a menu of things out for people. Um, I wasn't confident enough myself to go, mm. you know, community radio is... And actually, the local trusts were really flexible in how they uh, uh, allowed and enabled change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sculpture it a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The social sculpture, but you know that. that Well, we had this plan for thing called the test bed, and was to put five thousand a year into the test bed, Mm. and was to say to people, you know, five hundred quid to come into Kensington, do a project that's going to engage people. Didn't get many people coming for it. And the idea was if you did the first one, the five hundred quid one, maybe give you two and a half thousand to do it. Up it yeah. Because we're, you know, I said before we were a New Deal area, sixty-two and a half million quid spent. Some spent on art in inverted commas, mm. but nothing to show for it at the end of the day. Yeah. And uh, you know, as a as a resident of the area and a resident of working class areas, who's got an arts background, yeah, uh-huh. I've got a BA in fine art, folks. Uh-huh. You know, I was like. I'll stick up for that, but I'll also go. This art's not mm. not very. This art, uh, art in itself, as we spoke about yeah. earlier, not here, but it's it, it, a political thing, isn't it? Something yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's, it's and the money know. that's invested in other yeah. art, yeah, creates a conversation and a debate. Yeah, we we had this this. I think it was obscene, really. We had we had compulsory purchase of Edge Lane, so all these houses were were all bought out. It was when you were driving into Liverpool during the capital culture. So the road into Liverpool had empty houses on it. What do you do about that? Well, what the council decided to do was to plate up all the windows with artworks. Yeah, it's aesthetic. Okay, it's spent seventy five thousand pound on it. Um, they had three community workshops and then the artist went away with a computer and just did them different colours so there was like this seagull there was a very bad picture of St John's Beacon yeah. all the way and I wrote loads of freedom information requests to say how much did it cost yeah. it cost £35,000 for all the aluminium sheets because they were all all these pictures were printed on aluminium Yeah, right. it cost £35,000 to install them and the artist got £8,000 and when they were pulling the houses down I rescued some of them and put them in my backyards to constantly remind myself what bad art bad expensive art looks Mm. like yeah (laughs) oh my goodness interesting is Heather Um, uh, Michaela are you local resident do you live around I live five minutes away yeah five ten minute walk and um, Steve's talking about um, about art and I just wondered what you think about art and whether um because Liverpool does have quite a lot of public art. Yeah. But um, have you seen any of it? What do you think about it? You know, um, I remember the same to do with Liverpool, but the the main thing, have you ever heard of the Lem C say? Oh, yeah. 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 Like, uh, and I remember when I, where I grew up, he had um, a poem and a thing he put on the on the wall of the pub. And that's, a mural? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 And like what C was saying then about all the houses that that were boarded up, I remember seeing them the way they, when it was all printed and all that was. So there's a picture of Einstein there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could never find out why there was a picture of Einstein. Yeah, I like graffiti as well yeah. a lot. I do mm-hmm. like a lot of. 
that um, in Corby they've just done a street art project actually and and got artists in to do um, some graffiti and mural work yeah yeah, which has had a really Mm. good response Mm. hasn't it actually I mean do you do because when I come in here I do try (laughs) yeah I was just going to say when I came in here earlier I I walked in the door and said hello to Stephen there was a table and there was a woman painting yeah yeah. you know and they were just chatting Mm. I thought that was a lovely thing you know she was doing it was just yeah it is the cafe the cafe was buzzing with people just coming in but so people can come in and do that then they can come in and just sit have a cup of tea and maybe create yeah do anything yeah yeah Yeah. on a Friday we have the um, from 12 till 2 we have me at the out well she's my friend like not her years yeah was yeah, that that woman that yeah, yeah, with the glasses, pink yeah. hair. Yeah. With the pink hair, she's... She, I think she's a really good artist. I was just going to say about the hair, there's she's pink really hair. Good. You've got a... Blue. A, a blue hair. Yeah. I've got white I've hair. I've got no hair. I've got pink <laughs> hair, yeah. <laughs> pink trash helmets, yeah. Heather's got lots of them. Yeah. Come, come go, come and go. I mean, that thing about hair as well, you know, people... I often hear people saying, oh, I'm not artistic or I don't do art. And, yeah. But, you know, the hair is art, isn't it? You know, yeah, the way they the present it. It's always because um, I work a lot as a I'm a professional artist, so that's how I make my living. And I do do a lot, not a lot, but I do do public art. In fact, yesterday I was in Milton Keynes um, because I've just got a commission to make a piece of public art in Milton Keynes. Yeah. And um, I was doing I was in um, parish council offices doing an artist talk for the local community, just introducing myself. Yeah. Um, and uh, and also um, with that piece of work in particular, and this is the way that I, the best way to work is we haven't decided what the work is at yeah, all. Yeah. We don't know mm-hmm. anything about it. Milton Keynes ca- uh, Council actually are quite extraordinary sort of commissioners of creative projects and art and so on, and they are able to commission in that way. So you're just mm-hmm. commissioned to start, but you have to involve the local community yeah. Yeah. from the very beginning, um, which is how it should always be. Commissioned. And, and, and Steve, there's a piece of art on the wall there that is yeah. a, 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 all the frames. So all of us. Yeah. All the you'll see me because I got obviously got blue hair on the picture. Yeah. Yes, you did that. So it was a number of canvases put together and yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's celebrated. Well, canvases. it's, it's removable as well. You know, we can take that when we get fed up of it, we'll take it down. There's nothing worse than it. It's past its sell by yeah, days, yeah. isn't yeah. you know? yeah. it's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's a, I don't know if celebration is the right word, but it's creative civic change. Yeah. It stays yeah. on it, doesn't it? It's, it's based on a sort yeah. of trade union banner. Yes. That's, that's, yeah. the, that's the thought. As are many of the, 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 the icons in here, yeah. there's, there's yeah. a kind of feel about that, this building. just reminded me of that. Remember the lamp bananas? Oh yeah. Uh, when I when they came out, I can't remember how old I was. I was quite a few, young, bit younger than what I am now. But I designed one of them ah, with yeah. uh, some sort of group I was involved with, and that actually was put in the middle of town centre. That worked really well because of that. Mm-hmm. They had a they had a blank canvas of a super lamp banana. Yeah, yeah. And then people, you know, you did you basically just, every you, single one is different yeah, yeah. to each so, other. We did that. Half of the lamp banana was like the past of Liverpool, yeah. and like the the west side was the was the present. Really so good. an artist came in and worked with a group of young, yeah, pe- yeah, young yeah. people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, that reminded you. Our conversations yeah, reminded did. you of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. The lamb bananas. I've got to say that the one time that an art I worked with an artist when I was a um, teenager, and we had an artist came in for the day, 
you know, I went to a really rubbish comp and um, <laughs> she came in for the day and taught us how to do something. Yeah. And, it, and uh, um, it was a weaving project. I can absolutely remember everything about that day. And I can and the, and the, the fact that I met a person who made their living as an artist, yeah. mm. which is completely, you know, um, it, I, I've never met an artist before. I think I can still, it's really, really stuck with me, totally connected that that yeah. was, I, I um, Although um, I was going to take this back to chips here because kind of like roundabout way, so I worked in the um, in a local chip shop as a teenager. I've got little scars on my hands here because the fat drips down yeah, and it yeah. hits your knuckles Ooh. as you're going underneath. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I um, for ages when I was I've been a professional artist for twenty years and I, for ages I didn't really think about how those things connect like working in a chip shop and being an artist. Yeah, yeah. Um, and re- more recently, the last few years, I've been really thinking about that, like how, because the chip shops are, so how your roots and the things that you grew up with can become part of the art that you make. Because there's a really is a narrative about art should, what art should be about. Yeah. Um, but I've realised that so much of my art, or so much of the way I, way I, I do my work, I learnt from either working in the chip shop. You know, or, or one of the, or, or just the things that were just the small things in my life as it, it, just living in Desborough, like going to the library. Yeah, yeah. The library is completely, I've just made a library. I've just made a new library, which is a floating library on the Leeds Liverpool Canal. It moves along the Leeds yeah. Liverpool Canal, which is entirely oh. about my, uh, you know, ca- kind of the role that that plays in it. Mm. But chips and chip shops and those places that, um, you know the feeling of a chip shop at eleven thirty at night when the pubs were just kicking out, <laughs> yeah. and it's very dark. And the feeling of you know the the queue down the street. And my I didn't do the frying; I just did the sort of serving. But I can remember uh, Derek, who would do the <laughs> frying, going he'd go like this. I'm doing my elbow like this, and he put, put me in, go like faster, 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 Heather. Yeah. Come on, because we've got to get through. You know, there's loads and loads of drunk people. Yeah. This feeling. Well, I something about I try and think about that when I'm making the work that I make that sort of like like those are unique things about being about where you come from mm. that actually so I've gone totally off on a tangent but I couldn't <laughs> but the chip itself is like a really extraordinary thing because it's like it's both comforting um, it's brilliant when you've had a few pints yeah. but it also it's like this wonderful cheap Food. Yeah. If you've got a quid, well, certainly, maybe not now, but certainly when I was serving it, you know, or fifty yeah, p could get a cone for fifty p, mm-hmm. and you nearly always had fifty p, and you'd stand outside with it. Yeah. And there was something very soothing about all of about that. And tradition yeah. as well. I tell it? you what, I, what I done recently. I was talking, talking to my wife about this the other day. I went to Chippy. This must have been last winter. And I was walking back with the, you know, kid keeps your hands warm, doesn't it? Yes. You know, it's got s- several uses. And made a little hole in it because the vinegar made the paper soft. Yeah, and I yeah. took one chip out. Walking home on a cold night, <gasps> eating a hot chip. It's like you like being a teenager again because that's what teenagers do. The last thing you do when you're going back home as a teenager, you've been hanging around the street corner or making trouble or whatever. Let's get some chips. Yeah. You might not have enough for... One each, but it might be cold. But you know, by the time we got in the house, all those chips were gone. And it brings back. I just ate them all. Yeah, Yeah, it brings back a memory. Yeah, yeah. You know, a time in your life. Very sort of Marcel Proust, that I tell you. Um, uh, So I think there's different. uh, For me, I've still got the chip shop as an art artwork in my head, and I think that's like. I'd like to make. I'd like to sort of 
work out how the chip shop becomes yeah. art actually yes. um, it's quite quite extreme and it would go back to what Steve was saying about the potato if you give somebody a potato yeah. you know what you can do from the chip um, mm. so I think we're um, we've had a personally I've had a wonderful conversation I think we're coming up to that time where we could uh, final thoughts if, if that would be okay so mm. yeah, if you get any questions you'd like to ask Michaela or, or, or Steve um, put you on the spot now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, he's, it's all right. He does that That's quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what is it? Lo- what's it like here? What's it like? Working? So for me, mm. it's like having a little family. Wow. Because like I've not got family in Liverpool. It's me on my own. Mm-hmm. I'm in sported housing, but I basically am family on my own. And these have just like feels like they've adopted me, and wow. now I have a purpose and a place. Mm. in the community it's a thing about um purpose mm. i think that when you know um i know i know this person myself when i know, know what my purpose is then mm. then um yeah mm. then you can, you can carry well on, i was there I, I didn't i don't we're really going to talk about it but i will i was sectioned for 12 years so i get out of hospital two years ago and i didn't have a purpose mm. i didn't know anything about anything mm. But mm. now I feel like I've got a purpose. Mm. I've got okay, a reason to get out of bed. Can I just say that's one of the most beautiful things I've heard mm. in a long time. Somebody say, you, to, to share that with us, that's mm. absolutely. Mm. And I, I, I wish you. Oh. And Steve, that must. I, I feel really emotional with that, actually. <laughs> so thank you for saying that. Yeah. Oh, sharing no, it with us. That's, it's honest, isn't it? Yeah. 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 A family, you know, purpose. Wow. It's just. <laughs> Steve, you, you, you know, you, you work closely. With Michaela, and that must mean you know. Well, it does. Uh, we we've done sorts of interviews before, haven't we? Yeah, I, yeah. I just interview people whenever I feel really like just to, <laughs> just to sort of like just tell us, you know. And, and mm. I think most of them are sort of well, what's he asked me these questions for? You know, it's mm. very sort of like what's he trying to find out? Mm. But I just ask people how are they feeling? Yeah, um, you know, because it it's some way it's to sort of try and rationalise and justify the radio as the as the catalyst thing yeah. I really you know so we've, a... we've had 15 years of doing radio and, and it's been a, it's been a hell of a job keeping the ship in a straight line yeah. I could, at any point in this I could have gone I don't know let's have an 80s let's have a 70s show let's have a 60s yeah. show <laughs> plenty of pressure for that but I firmly believe it's one of the most underrated mm-hmm. media Media, but it's funny enough, it's starting to turn around, isn't it? Mm. Everyone and his dog's making a podcast now. Yeah, don't I? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, but, can, can I just, go on. Go I was on. just going to say, Steve, that, that something I talk about is we have a poetry group with Cornwall and others join us. And I always say poetry is more than poetry. And I'm going to put this to this now and say that radio. This radio station is more than it's radio. more than chips. Yeah, definitely. That's yeah. Basically, it's, it's yeah. chips with you know good vinegar. Yeah, yeah, vinegar. yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, sauce. Like I remember, I'll never forget it. Like last year at Christmas, and I weren't seeing anyone or anything like that. And I came. We had a little a day, a night here, and it was beautiful. It was, but it was really good. London, it was yeah. really, really good. And I worked on my own for Christmas, do you yeah. know what I mean? So I mean, that we've, meant we've the done that a couple of times where we'll, we'll put a Christmas meal on mm. because there's people who 
won't make it themselves and don't have mm. anyone else to well, have it with, you know. Kenzie's yeah. division, you know, the, I've, I've been meaning to come up for such a long time and I'm so glad that Heather and I have made the journey up here, you know, and just had this opportunity to share, mm. you know, to listen, mm. you know, and, and, and so, because people want to be heard, you know, and, and thank you for that. And mm. Heather, you, you, you want it? Yeah, that was lovely. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, no. well, I'm glad you asked me to stay. There you go. Oh, brilliant, man. That was beautiful. And she means that. <laughs> Thanks for listening. This has been an episode of Don't Get Any Ideas podcast, part of Creative Civic Change, an experimental funding programme supported by the Community Fund, Calouste Gulbenkian Foundation, Esme Fairburn Foundation, and Local Trust. Do join us again as we travel the country sharing stories of change through art and creativity.